0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's podcast of Beyond Trans. Uh, My name is Andre, and I'm one of your hosts. And our other host is... Me, Stephen. once again. Okay. So, uh, this is our third podcast uh, of Beyond Trans. Just to recap some prior shows we've done. Our first show was just a basic introduction of ourselves and a little bit of the structure and the nuts and bolts of how we're going to be doing the podcasting. And then the second program was uh, meditation, mantras, and stargates. And We invite you to review those if you'd like. Um, on our next podcast, we will have an email address for you to contact us, and we'll be sure to let you know that email address. If you have any questions, comments, or requests, we welcome them all. Welcome to Beyond Trans. So, the intention of our podcast is to bring upliftment upliftment to the transgender community, upliftment to you, me, and all of humanity. so And the way we do that is by sharing information, um, you know letting go of ignorance, by bringing in some some knowledge and um, like that. So what we offer is a toolkit. If you can imagine a toolkit, right, there's a physical toolkit, it's got, there's the toolkit and then what's inside it, all these various tools to help, you know, make things work. So that's what we do is we provide different tools that, so we can all live a life that really works. Um, so today's topics, we're going to be covering um, uh, support groups, tribes, that sort of thing. And also dating and relationships. And then we'll cover our very vocabulary, which is our weekly vocabulary list. We like to just give out some basic definitions that you will find in the transgender community. So, Okay, so our first topic is get you a tribe. So what does that look like? Uh, well, it's such an important tool. You know, sharing from my heart, I'll say that social media is one thing Uh, and granted it is very much a lifesaver for some some people in the community who live in uh, rural areas even urban areas all of it it's a great way to connect and there's something to be said about um, if possible having a support group having a tribe having a network call it what you want um, but get you one it's you know people that you can actually see in the physical and visit within the physical, do things within the physical, be out in the world as ourselves. You know, sometimes we need support going to the mall. Sometimes we need support um, being out in the world as ourselves, especially as we begin our transition. And what a wonderful thing to have a tribe, have a group, have a network where there's mentors, there's people who have walked this path for many, many, many years and why not utilize the experience of others to assist us? There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and then there's uh, you know those that we can assist as well. So it's very much a give and a take thing. Um, is there anything you'd like to say about that, Stephen, about
1: Get You a Tribe? I would say when it comes to the topic of gathering a group around yourself to surround yourself with some kind of support physically and not just on social media. I feel like it's a scary kind of thing. Like, as someone who is antisocial and doesn't really vibe with people all that often, it can be scary looking for people to vibe with, especially when you are trans and maybe in a smaller community. It can be hard to find people who may support you, but they're there, and even if it's not in the form of family, you can make your own family of friends and other people who may be close to you, and I've actually found that there are a lot more people who are willing to support me than there are people who are willing to hate me sometimes. And it may be hard to think that, but for the most part, it's true. In most situations, you do have a group around you that you tend to surround yourself with. And if you find that they abandon you if you come out, or you're scared that they might abandon you when you come out, then they shouldn't have been your friends in the first place because Mm -hmm. really what get you a tribe means is find someone to give you leverage. In a trans toolkit, they are your crowbar. They're going to wedge you out of bad places and dark places Mm -hmm. and bring you right back into the light with a little iron-handed help. And sometimes that's what you need.
0: That's great. That's a good point. You know, what comes to mind is, um, you know, when you talked about the vulnerability of being with people in the physical, that's very much so um, not just limited to the transgender community. There is a huge level of intimacy and vulnerability of being eye-to-eye and face-to-face with somebody compared to, you know, sending out a tweet or, you know, a Facebook like or whatever it's just a lot more vulnerability involved, and um, and yet so much more to be lived, so much more life to be um, experienced. Um, and it can be scary, absolutely, for those of us who, you know, have liked to isolate or feel socially uh, shy, all of that. So um, it takes courage, and you're worth it. You know, it's we don't grow unless we push ourselves. And so we here on Beyond Trans, we really encourage you to take risks that are, you know, not unhealthy, but healthy risks to find your edge, to find your growth. Growth only comes through when we, you know, really push ourselves. And, you know, we can't lie to ourselves. We can lie to other people, but we can't lie to ourselves. So you know what's appropriate for you as far as, your growth and your reaching out like it really takes something to reach out and find a tribe um so to do that for yourself we encourage you and invite you to do that um the other thing i wanted to say was that the a lot of times we think oh man i i just started taking you know hrt and boy i really smell what's wrong with me you know and then you get in a group and you find out you're what you're not the only one, not only that, but it's prevalent, right? so so often we think our problems are personal and they're very not personal at all. That's just one example, not that I stink, but no, okay, I do a little bit. <laughs> we both stink, and you know it <laughs> yeah, so okay, so that's a little bit about that. um okay, so that that wraps it up about that tool. Get you a tribe, we support you, you can do this. And then uh, the next topic we're going to move to is dating and relationships. Which I will be the one handling. And we have a very vocabulary about dating and relationships. And we'll start there.
1: All right. So first off, I'd like to start with Chaser. A lot of trans people who are... On any kind of dating, social media, or are being more open in their dating lives about their transness, have probably encountered someone who can be referred to as a chaser, which is someone who fetishizes you as a trans person and doesn't necessarily respect your transition, your choices, in a way that presents you as human. They may objectify you or refer to you as inappropriate terms or slurs. And what do you
0: do when something like that happens?
1: The best thing to do with chasers is to ignore them. They want your attention and you have to show them that being rude or using outdated terms or being overtly sexual when you aren't maybe looking for that kind of thing ...isn't going to get them anywhere, and it's not going to get them the attention of the trans person that they apparently so admire. And another very vocabulary that I want to go over is aggressiveness. A lot of people outside of the LGBT community, and a lot of people outside of the trans community, since I view them both as very separate but still intertwined entities... Often view trans people as being aggressive or forceful in relationships, or that we hunt out individuals and single people out, when in reality, it is perfectly normal and human to crave intimacy, whether it be sexual or platonic, and it's not wrong to want someone's attention, and if anything, it can actually be extremely validating for a lot of different trans folk to get the platonic attention of, say, a man or woman, or even romantically. And there's nothing wrong with seeking that out. You just have to find healthy ways to do it. You shouldn't be scared of trying to start relationships. Though I would recommend being safe when starting relationships if you're trans, Because some people might use your transness against you. If they have that kind of... Let's say they have that kind of influence and they know you're trans but someone else doesn't, what do you do if they happen to tell someone you're trans and out you in front of someone that doesn't know? You have to be careful. And also, people might want to harm you. People can be dangerous. You have to make sure that, especially if you... Meet someone online, which is how a lot of trans people end up meeting their significant others. If you meet someone through social media, be sure that they aren't someone who wants to harm you disguised as someone who enjoys you. Make sure meetups are always in public places because you never know who might say that they're trans-friendly when really they just want to get you alone so they can do something bad to you because of who you are. And another thing about dating in relationships is it is perfectly okay, if not more safe and emotionally better, to date another trans person. A lot of trans people may feel weird or invalidated or may have a preference of not dating other trans people, but I would highly recommend trying it purely on a social level because... You're more likely to understand your partner and have your partner understand you when you're both coming from the same place. A cis partner may not often get your struggles or your issues, but having a trans partner can be very helpful, especially because trans partners can, much like trans friends, open you up to new resources or just help you get through day-to-day life by sharing their experiences in their day-to-day life. It's a cooperative experience. But it's not for everyone. Everyone ends up falling in love with different people. Mm -hmm. But we aren't just talking about dating and relationships on a romantic level here. We're talking platonic too. And I feel like a lot of people feel like they're scared or they have trouble making friends or that they won't have friends who understand what trans is. But again, you can always have trans friends and you can have cis friends and the thing about cis friends is that a lot of the time having a cis heteronormative friend can be very validating because it makes you feel like part of a group that you were always excluded from Mm -hmm. and you can't judge people by what group they are affiliated with not all cis people are bad As much as I hate saying it, because I usually do not like cis people that much, because they are scary, and a lot of them are old and white, but you just kind of have to open yourself up to that possibility. It can be scary going outside your regular friend group, or your regular general grouping, and trying to find new people to associate with, But it is extremely healthy to get the world views and kind of ideas and points of others along with your own, as long as it is safe and not harmful to you.
0: I just want to, I'd like to tag in on that, that, you know, what you said about cis people, you know, you being intersectionalist, I just appreciate your willingness to, be vulnerable and, you know, give, give all people a chance given some of the experiences that you've had. Um, you know, a great thing we can say to people is um, help. Four words. It's four words. Help me to understand. You know, if we experience people as mean, this, that, or the other, we have a couple choices. One is we can turn and walk away if it's vicious and abusive. Another is if they're a friend, or um, you know, relative, or um, somebody we desire to continue a relationship with, we can say four words, help me to understand. You know, if we don't know where people are coming from, and it's usually our own interpretation of where they're coming from that has it be skewed for us. Um, the other thing I'd like to say is relationships begin with ourself. So. You know, ultimately, it's about having a good foundation relationship with ourselves where we're healthy and happy ourselves. Sometimes we confuse and interlace, especially if there's been sexual abuse in our childhood. Sex and intimacy, we have them be intertwined and think they're the same thing when, in fact, intimacy can very much be experienced with friends, friends. like that, and lovers, um, also getting our touch needs met, you know, sometimes we're so hungry for love, we're just hungry for love, and, you know, so filling ourselves with love first, and then if we, if we desire safe touch, and we don't have a partner, you know, we can go out and have, um, you know, have, stimulate our core with others, you know, that is, have sex, or, you know, we have other options. We can go to friends, intimate friends, and say, you know what, I just need to be held for a little bit. you know. Or would you mind touching my hair? I just need to be held, hugged, and, you know, give a big sigh. <sighs> you know, sometimes. Um, cuddle parties are very much an option. Um, of course, this is with people that you feel safe with. And then, when those needs are met, we're not as hungry to go out and have a relationship just to get love. You know, it's more of a balanced thing. Um, So those are just a few thoughts on dating and relationships. Relationships begin with ourselves first, ultimately. Um, And also to watch the comparison mind. You know, we are each unique masterpiece snowflakes. There's no one else like us on the planet. And when we try to... Have, you know, oh, I my hair is just you know not quite the same as Bob's. We're gonna we're either two things are gonna two things are gonna happen. We're either gonna come up short, or we're gonna be better than. And both are egotistical. It just you know builds up the ego. So, letting go of comparison mind and having the courage to be ourselves, to love ourselves, and to be proud of who we are.
1: Right? And then that can can bubble over into our relationships with others. Exactly. The point about dating and relationships is to first procure your own safety, be sure of who you are, and try not to depend on someone to the extent that it might harm you to be without them. Work on yourself before you try to work on others. Unless you are me because then you have bad habits and you don't eat for like a week because you can't take care of yourself. But anyway, so the podcast is about to wrap up and uh, that's about it. Any final thoughts? Oh, just, yeah, what you hit on about habits. You know, we
0: think habits are just these little small things that we do day to day. But our habits become our character and our character formation is, is uh, very important. So becoming aware of our habits is a good point,
1: Stephen. Thank you. Um, well, I suppose that about wraps it up. That's our final thoughts. Thank you for joining us for Beyond Trans. We hope to see you again next time. Uh, signing off, Steve and Andre.
0: Yes.
1: We, appre- we appreciate you. We love you, and you're valid. Everybody's valid! Look under your chairs! You're valid! (laughs) Yay!